everyone. Welcome back to another Blue Jam podcast. Again, joined by Jim. Jim, how are you doing? I'm good, thank you, Michael. Excellent. So, on our last podcast, we we touched upon like, the assessment of candidates for sales roles uh, from a, a recruitment process. Today, I wanted to touch upon um, more on the development side. So, looking at development of future sales leaders. Um, so, a few questions to throw at you, as as always. Um, I guess to, to kick off, like. To you, what's what's the key to identifying potential sales leaders in in your team or organisation? Mm, okay, so um, the key to identifying good sales leaders, I think, is not to assume that good salespeople are necessarily going to be good sales leaders. Yeah. Um, worked with a number of clients and, and a number of individuals who, you know, have, have sort of followed the route um, that that perhaps is expected of them whereby they they move from a sales role into a leadership role and, and actually it doesn't suit them and it doesn't suit the organization so um don't necessarily i would i would advise not to necessarily promote your top salespeople um into sales leadership roles so to you what makes an effective sales leader what makes an effective sales leader is well probably all the things that make make a good leader in in other functions in in the organization it's about their ability to step away from being the person who does everything themselves to now being in a position where they are managing through others so they need to motivate and and uh, performance manage a team of individuals to do the do the doing um, and they need to to step away from that detail and be more strategic and that's quite a step change from someone who's going from sales into a leadership or management role yeah absolutely so how what I guess what are the the steps to getting the development planning in place for high potential leaders yeah um, you know to be able to develop them to, to make that transition well, I think the key for a salesperson is to uh, have a conversation with them about what they want from their careers. Um, you know, if you've got a if you've got a group of top salespeople, then within that, some of them will want to to go into the the people management side um, and progress their career in that way. Other people may be perfectly happy being the best salesperson in the in the organisation, and and if they are then why force them to change yeah um you know you you by doing that you potentially risk demotivating them or um you know losing that great sales performance which is the strength that they have which is 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 what they're contributing to the organization and moving them into a role where they're actually not going to enjoy it and potentially not going to be very good at it either what about um the high performing sales people mm. who from their their own career, I guess trajectory, want to become sales leaders, but you know they've not got the characteristics to be a sales leader. Like, how would you advise people managing that scenario? Uh, probably you don't want to lose. You don't want to lose yeah, them. Yeah, probably through some very honest conversations. Um, so being clear with the individual what they need to develop in order to be considered a, a, a people leader or a people manager pointing out to them where they've got 
strengths, where they may have development needs, um, maybe even challenging them as to whether that that is actually the route they want to take or are they taking it because that's the next natural logical step in, in progression. I mean, often talking to, to clients, that is the only route to promotion is actually now you need to be a people leader um, and you know, potentially there needs to be another route for, for individuals who don't want to be managing people. You know, maybe there should be a progression route for highly skilled individual contrib- contributors. <laughs> <laughs> Not easy to say. No, absolutely. So, so say, okay, we've identified the, the, right, uh, the right group of individuals that we think have got the potential to move up the career ladder. What would typical activities assessments be within that development process uh so there could be a number of things um there could be uh coaching um and mentoring so um taking someone who's who's a good um people manager within the organization and and allowing them to to coach and mentor that that individual maybe giving the individual some um, aspects of of line management and people management and um, gradually building that up over time Um, obviously there'll be some some uh, professional learning and qualifications they could do there could be training courses there's all sorts of things that you could do but I think it all starts with identifying in that individual what is it that they need to work on what is it that they need to develop and then tailoring that support to those needs yeah that makes sense that makes sense so Jim, you mentioned earlier um, companies will typically go uh, a route that tip companies typically go wrong within the process is putting high performing sales people into leadership roles and they may not be the right person. Are there other areas where companies make mistakes in in the process? So um, you know the, the red flags. You know they shouldn't. You shouldn't. You shouldn't do this or that. In the process, uh, yeah. So I suppose they fall into um, a, a couple of categories. There's the there's the the one um, side of the coin, which is where we companies just promote the individual, give them no support, and then expect them to be a high performing people leader as they've been a high performing salesperson, um, and inevitably that can set people up to fail. Um, and then on the other side of the coin, there's there's um, you know, applying, a, I suppose, a sheep dip approach where, you know, we promote someone to a people management role and they go through a standard um, process of, of support, which may not necessarily suit suit that individual. So I think the key is to, to really tailor it to the needs of, of each individual and to have to, to be able to do that, you, you kind of need a portfolio of different um, support um, mechanisms. Uh, as we've described before, from you know coaching and mentoring through to to more formal training and qualification. No, that makes sense. And in our last podcast, when we were talking on the recruitment side, we talked about unconscious bias. Is there is there any advice from a development side, um, tips and how to avoid unconscious bias when you're looking to develop the right people or identify the right people to for development? Well, I'm not sure it's un. Conscious 
bias. Well, maybe it is, but um, there's definitely the risk of um, recruiting or promoting in your own image. Um, that's that's pretty common in any role. So, you know, a good people manager um, has to manage people in the way that I manage people because I'm a good people manager. Um, and, and, you know, that's not necessarily the case. You need to allow people to find their own style and their own way and, and um, to be... Um, authentic as a leader not necessarily to 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 apply mm. leadership in the same way um, as as you might do so yeah I think that's the biggest risk is 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 expecting people to all lead in the same way that makes sense that makes sense Jim once again thank you very much we're out of time as always we're probably going to need to look to extend the length of these I think in the future um, but thank you very much um, and as always if, if you've got uh, questions or you'd like to pick Jim's brains on anything involved in kind of the development of of your sales team um you know please do not hesitate to get in contact um just uh log on to the website www.bluejam.co.uk um and please feel free to to get in touch uh but for now um we'll speak soon